0: Stop Punishing Yourself, the only podcast that teaches neurodivergent Alaskans prone to anxiety and depression how to stop feeling like victims to their brains and start feeling empowered by them. I'm your host and Neuro Spicy Life Coach, Alicia Turner, and I promise to take you from codependent and insecure to independent and unstoppable using the spiritual art and science of coaching. If you're ready to fully reverse the harmful wiring that's living rent free all up in your brain, then let's get started. Hello, my fellow earthlings. How's it going? I totally have depression, but I always have. It's not like a new thing, but like if it was like a skin disease and you could visibly see it. You would see that it's flared up right now, but I just want to speak to the place I am in now and how beneficial it is to be in this season of flare up versus 10 plus years ago when I didn't have these tools, I didn't have these resources or the support I have now. It is like night and day. And now the only thing I'm certain of is that it gets better and that this is temporary and that... Something will come out of it. I don't know what yet. I'm not supposed to, but I can be with myself in this time and just be like, yep, this is this is the brain I have. This is the experience I'm having and I should be having it because I am. I don't need a better reason than that. I don't need a deeper reason than that. And so I just want to offer that. I feel there's a lot of heaviness in the air and I know I'm not the only one going through it. And so I never want to put on a facade of like, I'm happy all the time because I'm not. But the truth is, I am well most of the time because I can manage my mind and because I have learned how to be brave enough to be with very, very negative and uncomfortable emotions regularly. And it serves me so well to have this awareness and to have this skill. It would serve anyone. And I literally guarantee it would help anyone if you're in the same predicament. It it won't eliminate it, Right. But it will help you through it so much easier. So, with that said, one of the things that comes up when I think back, one of the biggest differences when I was depressed before I found thought work and life coaching was this idea that like I was wrong and that I was doing things wrong and everything was going wrong. And so, this podcast is about you not being wrong, it's about you knowing you didn't do anything wrong. And so for a person where I was maybe 10 years ago, you could hear that from someone and be like, yeah, yeah, okay. And not believe it. And that's why this work is basically a mirror to yourself. Like having a coach is having a new perspective on your relationship to yourself because you're unpacking so much more than just someone in passing saying like it gets better uh time heals all things just all that bullshit stuff that doesn't work you have to hear it from you and in order to directly speak with you you have to face yourself you have to be willing to sit down and sit with you the dark and the light without avoiding it, without buffering it and drinking it and eating it away or exercising it away. You have to sit with the nitty gritty of it and then hear it from yourself when you're ready. And so what I used to say to myself all the time was just this idea of like, you're wrong. You do everything wrong. What is wrong with you? It was a shamed mindset. And one of my favorite quotes now that like I really got to sit down and speak to myself about and believe in and and learn how to believe in is what if nothing's gone wrong. I am not wrong here. There is no such thing as right or wrong. These are quotes or like sentences, thoughts, whatever you want to call it, I live by. I choose because they serve me so well. I'm not saying them in a passively positive spiritual bypassing way where I'm just trying to slap a happy face sticker over a gaping wound. The reason I believe them and I have access and, and the ability to use them is because I have done the nitty gritty sit with yourself, feel and allow the pain work. And I have done the look at the stories, look at the thoughts, and finally clock them, register them in my brain as not absolute truth. And I've been willing to change them. Do you see the difference in that? There is an element of of positivity bypassing in our world that I never want to disregard or confuse you, the listener, of like, that's what I'm offering here. Because it's not. It's a very real thing to try to just pretend to be positive while you're feeling miserable and I don't think that's useful but it's not an either or extreme right our brains are so all or nothing black or white and this is the evolution we need in our consciousness is out of this all or nothing extreme so yes we are shifting a negative thought we're not staying and indulging and just wallowing in negativity that's not the only other opera not the only other what's the word <laughs> my mind totally went blank oh well oh option it's not the only other option between toxic positive bypassing and wallowing and self-pitying and being in victim mode we've got other things in between so first we want to be aware again use the model for whatever specific situation you're in organize it get it cleaned up Make it so much more clearer than when it's a jumbled, overwhelming mess in your brain and it hasn't been worked through. That has to come first. And I highly recommend doing that with support, with help. That's the way I did it. And it was transformative. Then we have to be willing to just notice the feelings in our body without making them mean anything, right? If you're feeling intense regret, if you're feeling Remorse, if you're feeling sadness, shame, whatever, you have to know that that sensation in your body is a different thing than the stories you're telling about it. And when you clock a feeling in your body, it doesn't mean the thoughts that are attached to it are true. Okay? And so we become very unwilling to feel and allow emotions when we think the thoughts are true. When we think it's true, something's wrong with us. We did something wrong. All of this is wrong and I'm not right. That's too painful. So I, I kind of sound like a broken record with my line of content. But just like I mentioned last week, the feelings are the central piece in our lives. And yet they are the most bypassed, dismissed, suppressed and stuffed down. Right. We avoid them. And I think real courage and bravery isn't coming from grabbing a gun and going into war. It comes from being willing to face the uncomfortable emotions within us. Do you hear me? Like the only reason war exists is because people were so grossly mismanaging their emotions that they chose violence over like clear, direct communication and figuring some shit out. So that is why I make the comment I do about what bravery is it's not to disregard people who believe they were doing an honorable thing. And, but I just have a bigger picture perspective on it. So I'm not here to dismiss or shit on people who have served. My grandfather died in the air force and was assassinated in Iraq. So, I mean, I get it. However, or it was Iran. Sorry. Sorry, dad, if you're listening wrong place. Um, however, We want to look at what bravery and courage really, really is. It's a willing to sit in the discomfort of that feeling whilst managing and supervising the thoughts in your head while that occurs. It's a hard job. It's like heavy lifting emotionally, but you know what is even more exhausting? Keeping it unsupervised, keeping the story that something's wrong with you and keeping yourself disempowered. So much more tiring than taking the time to do this. So really all I'm trying to say to you today is what if it's true that you haven't done anything wrong? What if it's true that nothing has gone wrong up until today in your life and including your whole past? Nothing has gone wrong. What if there is no right or wrong? What if that's completely subjective and made up? Just think about that for just a bit. We want to acknowledge That this shame we're all steeped in, it's the water we're swimming in as a culture here, it's really damaging. It's really tiring and it's really not necessary to our survival. We can liberate ourselves from within. That is what will attribute to collective liberation. It's not a top-down thing. It's a, you start with one person at a time and you liberate yourself from the shame. It's the heaviest work you will do, but it also makes you feel the freest. And even as I'm going through a season of negative emotion, of uncertainty, of of my brain just wanting to run wild with all these painful stories that past me used to just automatically believe, even in that season, I'm so much more well now that I have tools like the model and that I have practice under my belt with feeling a feeling in the way I teach it. It's so much easier. I can still function. I can still show up. Maybe, no, I don't have a pep in my step. Maybe some days it's harder than I want it to be. But resisting what is never changes what is. You know what does? Learning how to allow your feelings to be there without needing to get rid of them. And you know what else? Supervising your brain and questioning the thoughts your mind offers you. All of them. Just assuming none of them are factual or true because they're not. This is what has helped me. So I want you to think about that. Think about those questions for the rest of this week. What if nothing has gone wrong? What if nothing is wrong with you? What would that be like? I want to start freeing more people from this illusion of suffering that is entirely self-inflicted. Once I learned it was self-inflicted, I ran with it. And I don't think enough people know that. I think so many people are living in a powerless place and they're not realizing it is a choice. You don't have to stay there. And I'm not saying choosing to be empowered frees you from the human experience or frees your brain if you're neurodivergent from depression and anxiety entirely, but it softens it and it eliminates so much you can't even imagine. Ten years ago, plus man, it's been so long. I was non-functioning, right? I was barely getting by. I couldn't go a day without alcohol. I'd say Where I am today is a fucking miracle. Not only am I a business owner and I'm helping people, which brings me so much meaning and fulfillment, but I'm also living out all these other dreams that I created. My marriage, the home I live in, the trajectory for my life, the plans for my life that I have that I didn't, I couldn't even fathom having all those years ago. I was too desperate and insecure to even decide on what I wanted. That is the miraculous difference. And that is available, my friend, to everyone. So please, if you haven't already, spread the motherfucking word. And if you're wanting to get started on this work and you haven't yet, dude, there's no better time than right now. Let's get it going. Okay. I love you. I'll see you next week. Bye. For listening, buddy. Hey, if you enjoyed this episode, you have to come check out my one on one coaching program. It's 24 weeks of me and you where I take all the guesswork out of your self awareness journey. I'm just gonna give you all the answers in one go. I guarantee you, after these 24 weeks, you will feel like a completely different human empowered, focused, motivated, in love with yourself, and on fire for your life again. Go to alishaturnercoaching.com right now to book your free consult call and I'd love to have you join while spots last. I'll see you there.